Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of EBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod, Chris Baker here with me, and we're back for another Friday morning episode. Before we get into anything, before we get into any kind of intro or news, Chris, start us off like we always do with the weather. In Los Angeles, California, it is mostly sunny, 72, with a partly cloudy weekend. In Houston, Texas, it is partly cloudy, 85, with the rain throughout the weekend. In Chicago, Illinois, it is partly cloudy, 56, with the rain moving in Sunday. And in New York City, it is mostly sunny, 71, with a partly cloudy weekend. Well, Chris, it's definitely nice to have you back. Obviously, you weren't here on Monday morning, but you're back now, which is good because I need to ask you a very important question, and that's how's it going? It's going good over here, Nick. Everything's all hunky-dory. Hunky-dory. I don't know why. That's one of my favorite statements ever. Um, I say that a lot, don't I? You know, it's a fun term. It's I like a fun term. There, there are a bunch of like weird, wacky terms that are just like so much fun to say that um, we really just don't think about. I feel like we laugh when someone says them, but then we say them all the time without really even realizing it. Um, what is there's a few terms that I've actually introduced you to. And uh, gosh Almighty. Yep, that definitely might. one of them. <laughs> That's my all-time favorite, I think, and I think that just bec- uh, uh, comes from how it originated in the first place. Um, there's another one that I used to say all the time, and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I can't remember what it is now. But I'll say it one day. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely remember. But uh, glad to hear you're hunky dory. Glad to hear that everything's going well. Um, I can honestly say the same. You know. <laughs> I have to say this every time, but like not a lot is happening right now. Things have been relatively quiet. The only thing honestly truly going on, as I've stated before, is just college and that's been busy but fun, but I won't reiterate myself too much on that. Um, I'll just end up sounding like a broken record, but yeah, no, things have been, as you say, hunky-dory. Let me explain to everyone what's actually going on here, okay? It's been one of those weeks where it's busy, but it's mm. not exhausting busy. It's just a lot going on. Right. It's like you're doing multiple things at once, but you're not exhausted. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I had that experience kind of last night. Actually, I went through a weird pattern last night. Last night... um. I worked on marketing homework and I was doing all this like it's an entire chapter then you have to answer questions then do a quiz and then a marketing simulation so I'm doing all that and I hit a point where I felt exhausted and then all of a sudden I hit like a second wind almost and then I'm like I am good like <laughs> I'm feeling great give it until two o'clock and I'll be ready for that yeah I mean that's fair I know what you mean there um you know, I guess my big two points for my week right now are the is the fact that a I'm trying to like re uh restructure my week so that I'm actually getting my assignments done earlier in the week as to my marketing assignments being done last night instead of on like Saturday when I usually do them. And that's been interesting trying to like refocus myself to do things earlier in the week. It's been tough, but we're getting there. Um and then the other point is that, you know, Chris, technology hates me. It, it officially does. 
I had done all this research to buy a new Bluetooth keyboard because I thought my good one had stopped working. I thought it was done for a couple months ago. Well, just before I make the purchase, luckily I decided to have the idea just to test it one more time. So I replaced the batteries once again uh, using batteries that I knew would work. And sure enough, it turns on. I spent all this time and these past few months without it just to find out that no it's fine it it's perfectly fine so essentially what's going on here is i'm actually during nick's restructuring his life and <laughs> yeah. we got some news to get into yeah absolutely um so the first topic for this morning is the debt ceiling and yeah the u.s won't default on our debts until december 3rd of the earliest but the Treasury Secretary is saying that this is not good enough. Last week, we told you that Congress raised the debt ceiling about $480 billion to keep the government from defaulting uh, until December 3rd. But the Treasury Secretary issued a letter to the House Speaker and congressional leaders saying, in essence, the train is already coming off the tracks. In the letter, Secretary Yellen says to keep the government from defaulting, she will use that $480 billion that Congress just allocated, but she is also going to have to continue using extraordinary measures between now and then to keep the government afloat. This is facing making investors nervous and the United States economy appear shaky. Raising or suspending the debt ceiling does not authorize new spending. It only pays the bills Congress, both Democrats and Republicans, have racked up over the years. And paying our bills, whether we like it or not, is a reality in our world. If Congress passes programs, tax cuts, and spending laws, the bill for that eventually does come due. And it has to be paid. Defaulting is not an option, and it would result in consequences for all of us. And some of these consequences include... The U.S. government would not be able to pay salaries or benefits for federal employees or military members, retirees, or contractors. Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid benefits would stop, and so would tax refunds along with the child tax credit that you have been receiving every month, student loan payments, and the payments to keep all government facilities open. Interest rates would increase. And this would increase the cost for corporations and small businesses. State and local governments, credit card interest rates would increase, mortgages and car loans would increase, and the cost for importing goods would skyrocket. All of those would contribute to more inflation, along with the stock market and your retirement accounts would suffer greatly. Secretary Yellen has made it very clear in the letter and since the summer have said Congress needs to do something long term, she says it's imperative Congress acts to increase or suspend the debt ceiling. If Congress will do it or not is anyone's guess. After several White House meetings Tuesday, we learned it is very possible that some of the pretty big proposals the president has been talking about will probably get stripped out of the multi-trillion dollar so-called human infrastructure package. And the overall price tag will likely come down from $3.5 trillion. All these items you have been hearing about, like free community college, monthly child tax credit continuing, and monitoring your account for transactions for over $600, 
for all these things, they're just a proposal. And that's the thing that a lot of people seem to miss about all this. And that's that everything that's being talked about is just a proposal. It's an idea. It is up for discussion. That is the stage we are in right now, the discussion phase. This is how politicians fight and make promises sometimes they can't keep. Then they have to compromise on a deal. This is not time for you to get your hopes up for any particular item. In the end, the only thing that matters is what deal can be made, what deal can pass both the House and Senate, and what will the president ultimately sign? The White House meeting Tuesdays and some of the president's big ticket items may not actually make it into the bill. We can't go into details of what the plan is because, as we just stated, everything right now is up in the air and it might change again. The negotiations will continue today and congressional members say they hope to have a deal by the end of this week. You could soon get your 5 to 11-year-old vaccinated against COVID-19, but you're probably hearing a lot today about the White House plan to roll out those vaccines to kids. So, yes, it's true there is a plan, but absolutely nothing can happen unless the FDA and CDC both approve it, and this could come as early as next week. And the White House's plan looks something like this. First, the White House wants to make the vaccine widely available as early as the day after it is approved by the FDA and CDC. The White House says it has secured 28 million doses of the Pfizer vaccine intended specifically for this age group and will be distributed immediately upon approval. Second, the White House says its coordinators are already working with state, local, and tribal leaders all in the goal of getting their local pediatricians, pharmacists, and community health clinics on board to administer the vaccine. Already the White House says the following trusted community leaders and doctors are on board, including 25,000 pediatric offices and primary care offices, more than 100 children hospitals, which will also partner with local community organizations, and tens of thousands of pharmacies and schools across the country. The third part of this plan, the White House says that the Department of Health and Human Services will roll out a wide community information campaign to help children get the vaccine and help them make the best choice for them and their children. The FDA will make a decision on this as soon as next week when the Independent Advisory Panel meets on the 26th. If you have any questions, you should definitely speak your child's Sticking on the topic of vaccines, mix and matching boosters are now a thing according to the FDA. The FDA just expanded the use of booster doses for COVID-19 vaccines by amending the emergency use authorization on all three vaccines. This isn't done yet though. The FDA approvals now require CDC approval as well. The Pfizer vaccine booster has already been given full approval for their booster, but the FDA said Wednesday that boosters for Moderna and Johnson & Johnson got approval from the FDA. The Moderna booster 
can be given six months after full vaccination for those over the age of 64 and for those over the age of 18 to 64 who are either at high risk of severe COVID-19 or high risk of contracting COVID-19 because of their job. This same group is eligible for boosters under the Pfizer vaccine authorization. For Johnson & Johnson, the FDA Wednesday gave approval for their booster to be given at least six months after its single shot for everyone over the age of 18. If you fall into any of those eligible categories and you want to get a booster, the FDA says you can pick which one you want. For example, if you get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and over the age of 18 and you want to get a booster, you can choose either the Pfizer or Moderna or the Johnson & Johnson two months after you were first shot. Or if you originally got the Pfizer or Moderna and fall into any one of those eligible categories for a booster, you can take the pick of either Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson & Johnson vaccine booster six months after your last shot. The FDA did not specifically recommend a specific combination. Again, none of this is final until the CDC panel makes their recommendations and at the time of recording, they haven't yet. Switching gears here, the five-week hunt for Brian Laundry may be coming to an end after Wednesday. A backpack and notebook belonging to Laundry were found. Shortly after that, human remains were found according to law enforcement officials. These remains were found less than two miles from the entrance of the reserve, which leaves the question, why did it take five weeks? The Laundry family lawyer says it is likely that these are his human remains. Experts say depending on the remains, it could take hours to identify if it is a fingerprint and a week if they need to use bone DNA. Hey guys, just a little bit of an editor's note. Um, Just wanted to give the update that later on Thursday afternoon, The remains that were discussed here in this part were confirmed to be Brian Laundrie's, so he has been confirmed to be dead. But that is the update, enjoy the rest of the show. Now I'm getting into rapid news. President Clinton is home and well. He is now thanking the medical staff that took care of him while he was in the hospital last week. And Nicholas Cruz pleads guilty to all 17 counts of murder in the Parkland school shooting. He faces a minimum of life in prison, and the maximum could be the death penalty. Now, Nick, after long morning of news, what do you got for Friday morning? Okay, so this story I just found kind of cool, and I, I figured it was worth sharing on here. So there was a group of four hikers in british columbia canada and they stumbled upon this pool that was located just underneath a waterfall well it turned out that there were two men trapped in the pool they couldn't you know find any way out they were stuck there and initially they had asked the group to call for help but there was no cell service where they were so the group starts walking and about 10 minutes later they you know they'd kind of been talking about it and trying to figure out a solution and finally they came up with something so they headed back to the pool and um 
they took the turbans that they were wearing as well as like other articles of clothing and they tied it all together to form a 33 foot rope that they sent down to the two men and um they were able to use this rope to you know fasten themselves to it and then be pulled up by the group now kind of made even more extraordinary by the fact that two members of the group were sick at the time and they still were able to get these two men out of the pool um the two men were unharmed they didn't have to go to the hospital or anything like that officials had been notified but by the time they got there the situ the situation was already taken care of and they were just going over basic details so basically this group of four hikers just happened to come across a situation where two people needed help and they came up with a very creative way to get them out of it talk about being resourceful yeah no kidding um, that and then being sick on top of that's even more amazing because I mean on a good day that's extraordinary but then to be sick and still being able to do that is even more amazing I mean I think it's partially amazing by the fact that they were out hiking sick to begin with yeah. you know that's incredible on its own in its own right but then to be able to come up with that plan and execute it like that just incredible really and the fact that it, i th <laughs> i don't know why this like amazed me so much but the fact that they were able to create a 33 foot rope out of the clothing that they had was pretty insane yeah that's pretty awesome <laughs> that is the end of this friday morning news episode we will be back here Monday morning for the latest over-the-weekend news to get you ready to start your weekend. Make sure you follow us on BBC News for the latest 24-hour breaking news so you are always in the know. Follow us on our personal cast to see what we are up to. But until Monday morning, have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, guys.